0: The Krayuk is 90. (laughs)
1: the rock paper shotgun electronic wireless show it's episode 67 i'm brendan Caldwell, and over there it's i'm waiting for you to like say your name your own name oh i thought you sorry alice bell <laughs> come on alice we've done this 60 well we me and you haven't done it 66 times but sorry we've done it a lot So. <laughs> okay um it's just us this week uh because we couldn't get anyone out of their comas and various jobs to come and chat with us. Uh, but we have returned with... I'm not going to say we've returned with renewed vigor. <laughs> we've returned slumbering into our game's cave.
0: There's some vigor. There's, It's like, you know, we've been hibernating. Once we eat a few rabbits Again, you know, catch a few salmon, then we'll be fine.
1: A few video game salmon's. Mm. Salmon and games do have a lot in common. Go on. No, I didn't have any follow up. I was trying, I was trying desperately to think of like they both swim upstream. No, that's not true. Oh, they both spawn. No, that's not true. Oh, they both taste really good. No, that's not true.
0: They both um, swim upstream. I like that one.
1: Uh, you can stream
0: them both? S- no. stream, yeah, some kind of sh- streaming thing. Oh,
1: but oh, It's a tough one. Um, yeah. Hello and welcome to the Rock Paper Shotgun Electronic Wireless show where all of your video games get talked about. Uh, this week we're just going to talk about the new year because it's mm. the start of the new year and... We're going to talk about some things we're looking forward to. That's the sound of the jingle that happened.
0: (laughs) Can we one week get you to just do the whole jingle, but with your mouth?
1: Do you mean the whole whole starting jingle? The whole one minute introduction music?
0: Yeah. Record all the instruments separately, and then we'll lay <laughs> layer your voice up.
1: I'm not sure if I have the skill to reproduce Jack de Keats, uh musical talents well i could do I could do the jingles
0: that's that's true, but I think it would have its own charm charm that's one way to put it
1: yeah it would it would be its own thing for sure.
0: <laughs> uh, to drag this back on track, we did do a uh, most anticipated games for twenty nineteen, but as is mm-hmm. always the way, once we published it, I was like, there were so many games that we missed off. Surely,
1: yeah, we, I, I did we? I don't know. It was comprehensive. I felt.
0: Yeah, there was a, well, You, you had some good ones on there,
1: but it might only be because I'm only looking forward to three games. That's it.
0: In in total, what was missing uh, from the list? Well, I'm just trying to think, like, like what was when is Disco Elysium going to be out?
1: Right, he, right here. Let's address this. No one knows, okay?
0: Because but... that's the thing. We they're mostly the games on there are things that we all know are going to be out allegedly out in 2019, even if they don't have firm release dates. Um, and I think Disco Elysium doesn't, does it?
1: No, not yet. Um, however, ever uh, PC gamer did a did a similar list of RPGs they're looking forward to in 2019, and Disco Elysium was on it, even though it had TBA kind of on it. And then the Disco Elysium Twitter account kind of linked to this article and went, "Oh, we're glad to be on this list. It's it's really good. Oh, we we love being written about." And and i'm just like does that mean they're right <laughs> and it is
0: 2019 <laughs> maybe you know? i mean i would be really i honestly so happy if disco Elysium does come out this year
1: for anyone who doesn't doesn't know what disco Elysium is you should you should tell them what it is one more time
0: okay so disco Elysium is uh, an rpg where you play a washed up detective uh, with memory loss and the demo which uh, was at egx that i, I played um it, it's the sort of the start of the game and you have to there's a dead body in a tree outside a m- sort of motel or like kind of bar b&b thing that you're staying in and you have to find out what happened to it but at the same time there are loads of like side thing. it's just really good it's really really good and like your uh stats are sort of represented by like personality traits and if you sort of put more into one then basically like you talk to yourself in the way that you know you sort of do in real life and the responses you get from yourself vary depending on what sort of person you are it's really good man
1: i i like how you said oh it happened you you talk to yourself in the way you talk to yourself in real life, and I'm like, do you talk to yourself the way this washed-up alcoholic detective talks to himself in real life? Well, not exactly <laughs> the same. So, but
0: you know, you have like an inner. <laughs> this, but he listen. has an
1: inner. He has a, like a cabinet of people who talk to him, and they all talk to him in weird ways.
0: Yeah, but they're all himself. Like, mm. They're all different, I like hope impulses, for the right? Sake,
1: of your sanity that you don't get spoken to by your like sense of justice well i don't
0: i don't give them like different names and stuff but it's like when if you put something i can't remember what it is but there's one one of them you can put into that makes you more prone to uh like alcoholism and so early on you can see a bottle of rum and it will, or some kind of bottle of booze, and it will be like, drink it, uh, and <laughs> and you can like ignore it, or if you've put too much into that, it'll overwrite it and force you to drink it, kind of thing. <laughs> I think that's as right.
1: someone as someone who has that voice, that's real, that is realistic. Now that you mention it, uh, yeah,
0: like when you look at a bar of chocolate and you're like, I'm trying to be healthy. It's 2019. I try to be healthy, but I really want the chocolate. It's like, don't have another Tim Tam. And you're like, Oh, I want another Tim Tam, you know?
1: Wait, what's a Tim Tam?
0: It's like an Australian version of a penguin. My housemate's Australian and she got us all Tim Tams for Christmas. Brilliant.
1: <laughs> Excellent, and, okay. Um,
0: and ca- Caramello Koalas, which are like uh, Freddo Frogs, but they're koalas.
1: <laughs> Do they have caramel? Oh yeah, the Freddo Frogs have caramel in them, don't they?
0: Some of them, yeah any so they, American yeah, listeners
1: it... any any US listeners are going to be very sad to know that they can get none of these things
0: mm. I know, it's a shame but I didn't know Caramello Koalas were a thing I'm very pleased that I do uh, but I'm yeah i a-
1: as interested in the Caramello Koalas as I am in Disco Elysium now
0: well I mean Caramello Koalas are out now but they're <gasps> Australia only so
1: <sighs> God damn it, region locking.
0: Yeah. Uh, you can maybe import them, you know.
1: Okay. Uh so Disco Elysium is, is a maybe for the anticipated games twenty nineteen list. Because you yeah, don't I mean, actually know if it's coming out or not.
0: Provided it is out this year, I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Hmm. I would say that's top of a lot of people's lists. Yep. Yeah. Um So what are you
0: gonna try and guess your three? Try and remember. Yeah. Yeah, go on. Uh, uh, Sekiro?
1: Yep, that's on one of Shallows the lists. Die twice. I mean, that's, that's one of them.
0: Uh, what else is Brendan like? Um, oh god, I don't know. Uh, Metro?
1: Yep, Metro. Uh, what is it called? Metro, Exodus. outside world. Metro, we're going out.
0: Metro, we're going out. Do you you want to talk about Metro, we're going out? Because I played that recently as well.
1: Ooh, okay. Metro, we're going out, aka Metro Exodus, is about um, not being underground anymore and doing a corridor shooter, shooter, but you've got a bigger corridor. Um, And uh, I haven't played it since, I think, E3, maybe I played it. I can't remember. But you played it very recently and there is a preview going up soon, right?
0: Yeah. So the the like, When is this gonna go out? The podcast. You mean when is
1: the pod? Tomorrow yeah, after. T-
0: oh, oh, that's fine, so I can talk about it, yeah. So uh I yeah, so I played the basically they did a big preview event and it had like the two previous areas they'd previewed, which is the kind of icy, cold one that uh, Edwin evans thirlwell did a preview for us of. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, And it had the kind of foresty one that you did, Brendan. Uh, Mm -hmm. But the new level they had this time was the summer map.
1: So what is the summer map all about? Uh,
0: So yeah, the summer map is, I think it used to be a sea, or at least it's still sort of near the sea, but the sea has uh, withdrawn a lot. Um so it's it's a big deserty area and there are like the there are ships that are sort of stranded in the middle of nowhere and there's a lighthouse that's just sticking out on the edge of nothing um and there's a sort of mad max-esque uh big enemy base uh the area is ruled over by a guy called the baron uh who like just from that you're like he's definitely got like a room full of women you know under lock and key kind of thing like he he's got like a big fortress and stuff um so it's very very mad maxi. um it was the favorite of what i played i think it's got some really cool like i found like i did like the open maps but i found they sort of i sort of started playing it like it was a sort of action rpg shooter rather than a sort of survival shooter cuz i was just like it open world i can't be asked I can't be bothered crawling around um and, and and like backtracking slowly, so I just i when I was outside i I shotgunned a lot of things I found the missions where you got sort of pushed back underground. I enjoyed more, and they were a lot more tense, and that kind of um cautious survival thing came into play a lot more. It's a really good one with spiders, mm. Yeah, no. You mark my words. Everyone will be raving about the spiders and all their previews because that was a really fun mission. You go underground in like an underground power station, and there are all these big like armored mutant spiders. Um, but they're like they're afraid of the light, so you have to use your torch. If you shine a light on them, it sort of burns them and they scream. They kind of go Scree and <laughs> like that scream and um. So you have to like shine your torch on them, but if there are like three at once, they're kind of circling you and dying back and forth and stuff, and it gets really tense and kind of creepy and scary. And then because your torch is like um, uh, dynamo battery powered, so it starts like running down, and you're like, oh no, gotta wind my torch up. So it yeah, it was cool. So you but... do
1: you do go underground again then eventually or at certain points.
0: Yeah, and I think like in like in the first area as well, there are missions that send you into like even if they're not underground, they're they're sort of in enclosed spaces and stuff. And I think that's when it's at its best. But then that's what they know how to do best. So I did I did like the open maps, but that's where I enjoyed the game least.
1: Mm, that's interesting.
0: If that makes sense, but and I did like (laughs) this. There is some jank. It's not like it's not unforgivably janky. It is a little bit janky in places, and um, uh, I did find the a lot of the voice acting very entertaining, but in a way that I probably wasn't supposed to, (laughs) Um, because like everyone in it saw. Because you meet like people, and you maybe pick up some people to help you along the way. I won't do like too many spoilers and stuff, but like that there are some people who that like so many people in it all they all sort of sound like old school Soviet propaganda to me. It's like <laughs> this little girl was like like I admit your wife like the I don't know if they are Russian or not, the voice actors, so I don't want to be offensive, but this this little girl was like, your wife is so strong and kind And I was like, ah yes. The most natural of of compliments to pay my she is strong and kind. <laughs> It made me laugh a lot. She's strong and kind, with which we Did can they... build a great nation state together. Onward, <laughs> workers if, to victory! If,
1: if only every family had a pair of parents like you.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like who who raised you, child? Like,
1: <laughs> uh, do they still do that thing? Because um, I don't remember from my demo, but there's a in in the previous Matros The exposition that would happen between while you were walking from place to place was massive. It was like, because it's all based on the series of novels. So the exposition is like big walls of text. And because there's so much of it, the subtitle writers have just decided, you know, we'll just just plant it all there. So there's like four lines of subtitles, a paragraph of text underneath what people are saying a lot of the time. And it's really (laughs) hard to follow.
0: No, it doesn't do that. Because this is, this is all new stuff. This is, I, I believe, right. I don't think this is based. This is, this is like when they started writing new Sherlock Holmes stories about like underground sex rings and stuff. It's not, like, it's not from the book. So like it, there's a lot more like uh, environmental storytelling. There's a lot of like uh, you can hear stuff on the radio and things like that. Um, so that, although they do have quite exposition dumpy conversations sometimes, but it's not that bad, but it's like, as you know, uh, we're, you know, as you know, we're, we're on this train trying to get, you know, like, or how is everyone is so-and-so still injured? So there's a, there's a bit of that, but it's not like, yeah, it's, 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 it's like playing a regular game.
1: (laughs) Okay. Peel back, right? Peel back. I want you to... Last about 60 seconds ago, mm-hmm. Sh- Sherlock Holmes sex
0: rings. Yeah, there was. Uh, what? Who was it? Someone wrote a few years back, they wrote like another Sherlock Holmes novel, and it was called like The Silk Road or something. And it was about like a skeevy kind of like, you know, how like <laughs> every so often uh, MPs will be accused of like being part of like secret, illegal kind of. Pedophile rings and stuff. It was that, but
1: a Sherlock Holmes novel. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to find out what it is. Anthony uh, Horowitz. Yeah, there the you Heist know. of Silk.
0: Yeah, I think it's like, or oh, loads of like kids start turning up dead or something. I can't remember exactly. And there's a bit where Holmes escapes from a prison or someone escapes from a prison. It was weird. And I didn't see the uh, the twist coming, which was that it's pedophiles. But...
1: <laughs> oh no! I didn't know that. There had been another, I guess there must have been loads, no?
0: No, Those it doesn't, I, it's not really done often. Most of the homes, there are like four canonical Sherlock, I think, four novels that Sir Arthur Doyle wrote. And the rest of them were short stories published in The Strand. So there aren't actually that many Sherlock Holmes quote-unquote books. Um, but it's like... Yeah, I guess someone was like, let's try doing more. I think probably if that one had been like really popular and successful, they might have done a bunch more of them, but I don't think they did.
1: Um, Okay, so Metro 2033. 20- no, sorry, Metro We're All Going Outside. That's yeah. one of mine that you've guessed. So I guess uh, I'm going to have to guess one of yours. Okay. Um, Anthem. Yeah. <laughs> because I remember being shocked and appalled.
0: That you put on them yeah,
1: in your list of anticipated 2019 games, I well, wasn't listen, shocked and appalled. I was just a bit surprised.
0: Well, yeah, I know. I it, like the thing is, I do really like bioware games, and um, uh, they they are good. I'm so pleased that they finally announced Dragon Age Four is a real thing. Although now I'm just more worried about it because it sounds like they've done like a bunch of they had to like restart a bunch of development on it and stuff. I and mean, it's gonna it's gonna be Andromeda all over again. Anyway. Uh, Anthem, I initially when it was revealed, I was not sold on it at all. because um, they made it sound really boring and rubbish. Um, but I think a lot of people are gonna come round to it after the demo, because they're doing an open sort of demo thing soon-ish. Um, because playing it is actually really fun. It's like it's sort of it's got that same sort of destiny shooty bang explosion kind of fun time but also you can fly in it. So, and the flying feels really good. I I liked that a lot. It was, uh, the demo I played at Gamescom was obviously a very prescribed, very um, uh, kind of controlled demo where we were like two journalists were shepherded by like two Bioware employees kind of thing. But it it was fun. And so I'm looking forward to playing it. Uh, I think... The challenge with Anthem is going to be that loads of Bioware fans are going to be mad that it's not something that it never claimed it was going to be. Yeah, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, uh, there's not going to be like R- RPG elements that would be there in a Mass Effect game, for instance. Mm-hmm. That's not going to be there.
0: Yeah, there's no romances. It's not as it's not as much. I don't think the kind of like. You're a, a hero. Only you can save mankind, kind of thing. Like, but it's never It's basically It's it's like their destiny. Basically, they never said it was going to be a big RPG, like uh, a Mass Effect or a Dragon Age. So, uh I think if people approach it, if people have gone the demo and approach it in a kind of from a neutral position where they expect nothing, I think people could have more fun with it than they are expecting to.
1: That is fair. That's fair. See, whenever it was pointing out pointed out that it was going to be a kind of destiny division style thing, I just I checked out. I was like, mm, <laughs> I'm okay, thanks. I'm alright, but at least it's there on our list. What else is on our list?
0: Uh, well, I said Sekiro, didn't I? You you you're looking forward to that.
1: Sekiro, shadows die more than once that's what i'm looking forward to <laughs> uh, yeah. because it just looks like a slightly easier fast paced dark souls and yeah i'm up for that cool now that i think about it it's like it's a bit like dead cells and it? it forces you to be faster than normal mm. yeah that's what i'm going with next time that's the metaphor i'm going to run with if i have to write that review Dead cells. Dead cells improved on Dark Souls so much that they made Sekiro. Okay, that's the new... that's the new narrative, okay?
0: A dead cells-like. A dead. Cell- a cells-like.
1: <laughs> yes, cells-like. Okay. Let's make a good, good note of this. Cells-like. <laughs> Sorted. Um, that's definitely on my list, because I played that demo, and it is fun. It's not like uh shield up be very careful which is what i normally do on every dark souls game it's like run around jump on a roof jump down on top of someone's head kill them try and have a fight with a big man die it's fine you haven't died you're really still alive get up kill the big man and this all you happens can only, very fast
0: you can only resurrect like once though right
1: yeah what is the rule um you can resurrect if you die you can resurrect yourself but if you die again from that same enemy then you go back to the start i believe Oh, okay you have to kind of kill that enemy that killed you the first time to to regain your ability to 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 come back to life again but i think i think that's the rule but you might have to double check by reading the preview but i'll link to that okay what else is on do you know it was on pc gamers list that i Totally overlooked. No. Outer worlds.
0: Oh, you were raving about that, weren't you?
1: No, no, no. no, no. I was raving about Outer Wilds. Oh. <laughs> which is is also on the list. Um. Although Outer Wilds was supposed to come out at the end of last year, it didn't. So it's going to come out this sometime this year. I'm guessing. Yeah. Outer Wilds is the Majora's Mask-like space exploration game where you have. 20 minutes to go out into the solar system and find some things and see what's happening, and then the sun goes supernova and it resets everything, and you go out again and you just kind of try to solve this mystery. That's Outer Wilds.
0: Mm. Okay. Yeah, because w- I remember your preview of that.
1: Outer Worlds is an obsidian RPG by the people who made Fallout New Vegas. Oh,
0: Regas. yeah, of course. And everyone was like, oh, I think, again, people might be expecting a lot from that because it's not. It's, I'm sure it's going to be good, but I don't think it's going to be as big or like as complex or expansive as people hope it is.
1: No, because the studio is smaller than it was mm. before, and I think this is a smaller, focused game. But it still looks like it could be a bit funny. I watched the trailer, and the trailer made me smile. So that's that's all I want.
0: That's you're you're uh, a complex creature. You're an easy man. Yes, please,
1: <laughs> it's just uh it's a sci fi uh spacey sci fi shooter RPG that uh that I think there's one point in the trailer where you, a woman is telling you in like really video game fashion you have to make a choice and you have to make it now between the, and there's two people fighting in the background they're kind of scrapping they're not fighting but they're kind of struggling with each other and one of them is like this mm. uniformed sci-fi soldier dude and another one's like a woman who looks like she might just be a, a, a settler or something like that like a colonist and you're like oh, you know, oh it makes you feel that video game pang of oh no I need to choose one and you hear like a gunshot and you see that the player character has shot the soldier and the mm-hmm. woman who was telling you you need to choose just looks at you and like, you, you didn't need to shoot one of them, you just needed to choose. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, you understand video games, that's good. <laughs> uh, so I did enjoy that. Uh, oh, yeah. So that that's now on my list. Thank you, PC Gamer. I'm stealing your list. Is there anything else?
0: I'm sure. I, I mean, I've got a bunch of like tiny indie things that I really enjoyed so like uh, Ape Out which was supposed to be coming out end of last year and then they just quietly didn't announce a release date and I was like okay that's the 2019 then Uh, that's coming out next month I believe Um, so I'm really looking forward to that because it was so much fun and so simple but so well executed Uh, Ape Out is a top down uh, indie game where you play an ape who is out (laughs) <laughs> uh, so you like the start of the game is that like you're in a cage and then you smash your way out and the controls in the game are just like move uh grab and throw and it's so good. Uh so you can like like guards will come and try and shoot you to try to stop you but you can like smash them. Well I guess punch is yeah. Um so it's like move punch and then grab and throw. So you you splatter them across the walls uh and like can grab one of them and then sort of use him as a combined meat shield slash gun so you can sort of point them in a direction and they'll fire and shoot their mates and stuff. Um uh and like it's so good and it's 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 uh like every time you die it resets and sort of regenerates the the maze for you to get out. I think the first There are a few different settings that you have to get through and they get more difficult. But there's like, you're in like a a military facility. There's one where you're in a research lab. There's one where you're at the top of like an office skyscraper. And I was like, why would they have an ape? But they (laughs) did. Uh, It it was just really, really fun. And the soundtrack is all done by Matt Bach, who used to, who was at um, Harmonix and did a lot of rock band stuff. And it's this sort of freeform jazz drum kind of like in um uh whiplash and it sort of like speeds up and and uh changes depending on how much like carnage you're causing it's really good big fan of that it
1: sounds like when i saw a video of it it looked like uh if someone took hotline miami and then just said oh no i don't want to be that precise i'll just be an eep
0: yeah kind of i think it's faster than hotline miami Cause you're just you, you you're cause I don't know. I just I really enjoyed it. It was like my game of the show at Gamescom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what else is on your indie list? Small indie list.
0: Uh, the oh, what's it called? The uh, the Big Bang one. Um. Uh, Genesis Noir, which is like, um, it's a sort of I guess story-driven little kind of clicky game. Uh, where you play like. A detective. You're like an old school kind of gumshoe, but like of the universe, I guess. And like the Big Bang was a gunshot, and then the universe expanding is is the bullet moving towards your girlfriend, who is like, like sort of like the she is the universe, or she is like creation, or some kind of life force. I think I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> It's really, it's really weird, but it's really good. It's all like, it's all done in kind of like black and white lines, sort of like chalk on a blackboard. But uh, just really good at like conveying detail and and sort of three dimensions and stuff with it. Uh, and I played a tiny demo of it at Gamescom, uh, and it it looks really interesting and good. And I'm looking forward to that coming out for for deaths.
1: Um, did you ever read mm. any of Italo Calvino's cosmic comics stories? No. This sounds, Genesis Noir sounds like one of those. They're like s- stupid little stories about how the world and space and time all got created. But they're all they all use things you'll recognize. Hmm. Like it explains how the Big Bang happened because there was a woman who makes tagliatelli. Who everyone in the universe adores, but there's <laughs> obviously nothing in the universe, so that they're described as being nothing, but still being people. It's really, really odd. <laughs> um They're very funny. They're really good. Uh but Genesis Noir sounds like sounds like it belongs
0: in a cosmic comics. What's the one you're looking forward to that's like alien Duolingo? Oh, Heaven's Vault. Yes.
1: Alien Duolingo, Duolingo perfectly describes it as well.
0: Thank you. I stole that description from your description of it. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think I said it that concisely, but it's good. It you play a archaeologist who is trying to find out about a dead alien civilization, and you are trying to decipher their old language, which is their kind of little symbols and scripts uh little dashes and dots and stuff like that it kind of looks like if you if you woke up in the morning and you looked at arabic it it looks like that like blurry like, like not as detailed arabic okay um but uh you have to kind of put the words together and you slowly piece together oh this this symbol means temple and this symbol means tombstone or this symbol means garden or whatever and you put them all together and you're like, oh, well, you know, garden and grave going together means uh, like a graveyard or whatever. Um, and you just have to kind of piece together things until you understand who these aliens were and what they were all about and stuff like that. I'm guessing because I didn't I played a small demo and I didn't get to get very far. But mm. uh, And I think the people showing me the demo were very gracious and uh, forgiving to me for getting so much wrong <laughs> uh, the game also corrects you after a while if you get a word wrong and you're like running with this wrong word the game like gently nudges you and it like are you sure that word means flower because it probably means book <laughs> and you're like oh yeah <laughs> that makes sense now <laughs> uh, uh, but it's very good uh, I am looking forward to it a lot
0: Birdies. I mean there's a lot it's difficult to because there's a lot coming out like, in a minute. So it's quite difficult <laughs> to look beyond that because there's just this huge, there's this press of games that are all coming out in the next couple of months. It's like like February and March is the new November.
1: It's weird. It's like we're getting double November.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because um, I think, like, a bunch of a bunch of people realise, like, nobody brings their games out at the start of the year anymore uh and started doing it a few years ago but now everyone's noticed that <laughs> there are just loads coming out really soon
1: summer guys come on the summer is a nice big patch of land for you to go and grow your thing on and although that patch of land is sometimes taken up by a rock star game that only happens once every four or five years
0: yeah it be fine
1: come on is there anything else before we move on
0: can't think of anything right now i'm sure there is I feel bad it's like like doing an acceptance speech at some awards and you forget to like thank your mum <laughs>
1: um i feel like probably the stuff we end up enjoying the most at the end of the year will be things we don't even know about right now mm like yeah. we didn't know that slayer the spire was going to be as brilliant as it was it just showed up one day and said hello i'm brilliant uh and then that was just one of the best games of the year so I imagine that Uh, will happen.
0: I like your Slay the Spire voice.
1: Oh, brilliant. (laughs) Are you sure you want to play that card?
0: Mm. (laughs) Alec did a great news story this week about um, a mod that you can do on Slay the Spire that gives everything in the game googly eyes. (laughs) And then the googly eyes follow your cursor. It's so good
1: uh it's it's very cool the the modding came to it recently and it's it's gotten loads of different things uh so far but the googly eyes one is undoubtedly the best then there's a slime mod you, there's a whole other character someone made with all its own cards and all its own moves and special abilities and stuff and you're basically you can fight slimes and slay the spire every now and again they're the big ones that kind of split in half whenever you get them down to half health and become two separate slimes and they do that a couple of times uh, but you can become one of them, and you can split off new tiny slimes to become kind of your henchmen by taking a little bit of your own health away. So some cards like create a new slime that poisons them, and some new slimes uh, will, was it, will just zap them or something like that. I can't remember. Uh, I got fairly far using it, but uh, it's 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 like. It is a whole new character. It's like getting your head around the defect. Who's the robot character? Um, again, it's just trying to deal with what's new. Uh, but as a mod, it's pretty sweet. So I think people should pick, should check that.
0: There you go. Uh, but no, I can't think of anything else right now. What about you?
1: Uh, no, I don't. I don't care about anything else. I've said them all.
0: <laughs> That's it.
1: Definitely. That's it. There's no more video games to look forward to. I'm kind of looking forward to playing The Division 2 just because it is a kind of game that you can play dead-eyed, drooling, and, <laughs> you know, having a fun time.
0: Yeah. True. The explicitly a political game.
1: Oh yeah, it is. It's definitely not going to be... There's not going to be anything political in that at all. Um, I do feel like The First Division got an unfair shot because Tom Clancy is always going to be... Like bad kind of politics, but the first division was pick was picked up. I think for because it was you were an agent going out and shooting looters. Basically, looters were some of the bad people, and I think someone, someone at Kotaku pointed out that that's not a great political message to to show after things like Katrina and stuff, where looters were kind of vilified and things like that. Uh, but. I think when Ubisoft make a game they just like it's just thoughtless more than anything else.
0: Mm. I think yeah I think The Division is different too because The Division was just like shooty bang New York Wasteland kind of thing and I, I enjoyed The Division. I think where it's getting kind of possibly more like more annoying is when with stuff like Far Cry 5 when they're like Sort of chin stroking, yeah. like definitely making allusions to political uh, and current political events and, and stuff, and then just uh, and then just like veering away from it in the actual game. So like so much of the marketing for um, uh for Far Cry Five and so many of the the allusions and kind of parallels they were drawing uh was towards like current kind of white supremacy and like that kind of thing and then the actual game they were like отк- yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's just Ubi's problem of like trying to they always try to do this thing of we want both we want both we want to it's almost a politician's kind of thing like they want to appeal to everyone and they don't want to upset anyone so they end up just whoever's asking them a question at that one time they will answer to best please that one person who's asking them a question. So if you, you know, like, so it is political, they'll say, with a big backdrop of Washington burning and uh, the American flag on fire or whatever. Uh, And then when you ask them, oh, so it's a kind of overtly political game, they'll say, no, 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 we just love to shoot things. It's grand. It's just a,
0: it's just a laugh.
1: Mm. I mean it is it's
0: possible that like with stuff like that uh, like it's just a a kind of bunch of people being like it looks cool we just thought it looked cool because it's like an action film stuff but then that's ignoring like the the, you know everything like the action films always have a a quote unquote political context and stuff it's all you know nothing is made in a vacuum I guess so even if you think like it looks cool like why do you think it looks cool you know yeah Anyway. I feel ya. 2019!
1: 2019! <laughs> we're moving on. We don't want this anymore. <laughs> uh, it'll have good shoots. That's what's important.
0: Yeah. That's always the most important.
1: Do you have any more general hopes for the year? Ah! <sighs> Instead of a video game coming out, it might be games not being rubbish anymore. I don't know.
0: That, Yeah. I hope uh I hope we see more like stuff like the Obra Dinn. Uh and when I say like return of the Din, I don't mean like like versions of that or like games that do similar things. I mean like games that sort of defy categorization and that we kind of haven't seen before. You know, like games that you can't find anything else to compare them to. Cuz that's always interesting. Uh, more so than like, you know, a Division 2 coming out or or stuff like that. And I, I like it when, like, I really hope that people can disagree about games without getting cross about it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that would be wonderful.
0: Because I genuinely, like, because I used to work at a site with like review scores and stuff. And I would would genuinely get nervous about giving something a bad score if the chatter had been, like, that other people really liked it and stuff. Or, like, not even a bad score. Like, giving something a seven, that's, like, a quote-unquote bad score, even though it's not, obviously. But, like, I was always a bit nervous of kind of, like, of potentially not being in step with everyone else. Because... I I didn't want to get, like, told off almost. It's such a weird thing to think about now. But, like, I actually... I like when people have a lot of different opinions about a game because it means probably the game is more interesting. But at the same time, people... We we can't seem to have those disagreements nicely, so...
1: No, we tend to just shout at each other and say, "Oh, you're in Campe. Oh, we don't like Campe over here at Camp 2. It's
0: disgusting." And, yeah, and I think like and I've definitely been like part of that in the past. Well, I I think that that's why I partially am I'm, I'm against not against, but because I know some people find them useful, but I think review scores have contributed to that kind of tribalism almost because it's like Opinions are much more nuanced than that, and having to give them a number, a numerical value, I think, is a shortcut to people disagreeing with each other. Whereas with that, when when you don't assign things scores, really, then you, if you want to know what someone thinks about it, you have to actually read their review and try and like actually understand what what they're trying to tell you about the game beyond like you know a seven.
1: Yeah, a lot of. Sites have kind of abandoned the review score in recent years, haven't they? I think Eurogamer now does a kind of recommended, not recommended style gig now, don't they? And I think Kotaku yeah. dropped, dropped did a kind of new way of scoring it where they kind of go over the pros and cons. Um, and I think that's probably healthy. Uh, yeah, you're right. I would like this too. I would like also for us not to shout at each other.
0: Yeah. Let's, I'll not shout at you, Brendy.
1: Okay. All right. But what if one of us is wrong?
0: <laughs> Objectively wrong.
1: <laughs> what if one of us is definitely, definitely wrong?
0: Yeah. I found, by the way, I found the uh the PowerPoint presentation that I did for my interview for this job because I did like a 40-minute presentation to Graham. And um, one of the recurring things that comes up in it a lot is my Duolingo Spanish score. Uh, (laughs) Because I was like, like, you know, like good things about me. Uh, And one of them was that I had like 55% on Duolingo in Spanish. Uh, um, And then I was talking to Graham about it, and he reminded me that I haven't gone back to learning Spanish since you made fun of my accent so oh no yeah no you
1: should my you should know that my accent is terrible so you, you don't you don't need it you don't you don't need to you need to get don't, don't just ignore just ignore me <laughs> i'm a bad person just just put me to one side there i mean on the other hand the scores are pointless you just said so you shouldn't judge yourself by language score it's more nuanced than that.
0: Ooh, zing. Okay, yeah. Good. What, I mean, the Duolingo schools are meaningless anyway. There was no way I was, like, 50% <laughs> fluent in Spanish.
1: What does it even mean to be fluent? I don't know. Like, yeah.
0: Exactly. And it also, like, it teaches you, like, bizarrely specific things over and over again. Even though, like, I, one day it taught me to say, like, uh, that is not or those are not my pineapples like four (laughs) times I was like when am I going to say that
1: (laughs) estos no 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 están mis mis piñas I don't know yeah this is how bad I am
0: no that was right I think I think that was right anyway
1: it's it's estar and ser I get mixed up so I don't know if it's no están mis piñas or no son mis piñas I
0: think it was están
1: Okay, Spanish speakers in the audience, please correct us. And don't make fun of our accents. Duolingo is definitely a good game. And if you don't play Duolingo, you should.
0: Duolingo gets really passive aggressive if you don't use it for a while as well. (laughs) The the Duolingo
1: aisle is one of the best mascots in the world he just peeps into your life every so often and is like oh hey do you remember you made that new year's resolution to learn korean do you remember that mate? (laughs) well you haven't done a practice in three days
0: yeah it sends you like notifications every day and then if you don't do if you ignore them long enough it'll send you one (laughs) saying like oh i guess these notifications aren't working right now so you know we'll leave you alone really sorry (laughs)
1: I guess you were never serious about learning Portuguese. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, duo's good. You can buy duo. They they've gamified it very well, so if you do uh if you get enough lingots, which are the currency, you can buy little uh suits for duo the owl. One of them is like a golden tracksuit and he looks really uh he looks really wonderful in it. So I think to unlock all of Duo's suits is probably fluency. Really.
0: There you go. I got him like a tracksuit. I think.
1: Anyway, video games. <laughs> <laughs> video games. Um, we probably don't have time to talk about what we played over the break. Um,
0: I played Tomb Raider.
1: The new, the Shadow of.
0: Yeah, sh- Shadow of. Uh,
1: you like them, don't you? You like Tomb Raider? I do,
0: yeah, 'cause they're they're just like uncharted but with a lady now and that's fine um because uncharted's good uh and yeah it, it's fine it's a bit like there are times when it's a bit because john kind of pointed out in the review it's a bit sort of white savory at times um but i was just sort of in it for the challenge tombs really i skipped a lot of the story stuff because i was like oh this boy. um but the the tombs and stuff in it are very good. I would play a game if it was just tombs. <laughs> That's my ideal current Tomb Raider game. I think
1: Matthew I think says the same thing whenever when he says whenever people um, point out how flawed Tomb Raider is and how kind of you know lackluster its storytelling is can be sometimes. Um, or whatever he he just he just thinks to himself yeah but look at the old buildings <laughs> look at the old buildings I'm going to go and look at the ruins I love them um, so I think if you're in the same boat yeah it's it's still a good game
0: yeah they should just do tomb tomb after tomb that should be it because they're good all the spikes and that and she's jumping around and going oh close one. <laughs> <That's good. laughs>
1: That was a good uh, Lara impression. Oh, close one.
0: Yeah, which well, she's always like, "I have to climb out and stuff." And yeah, was like, yeah, obviously. Wait, like.
1: <laughs> I love that heroes talk to themselves so often.
0: Yeah, I did actually. I turned the the difficulty settings in it are good, because um, you can t- change the difficulty for combat, um, exploration, and like puzzling. I think. So I turned down the, I turned up the difficulty for uh, the tomb puzzles and the exploration. So I didn't get big splashes of white paint. And I also didn't get Lara saying like, maybe it's something to do with that big wheel or whatever every five minutes. So
1: oh, so you can actually stop her from talking to herself. That's good.
0: Yeah, she still that's does right it a bit, but like.
1: Neato. I just played um Skater XL, which is a, a skateboarding sim. That I'm very good at.
0: Oh yeah, I saw uh, you. Brendan says any day now he's going to become a professional skateboarder, and you've got one. Of, you've got a, a, a framed fingerboard, haven't you? <laughs> I
1: got it for Christmas. <sighs> um, yeah, my now wife got me a, a, a fingerboard, and put it in a it came in a little frame. Inside the frame, there's a tiny miniature screwdriver and. Uh, I don't know what that is—a wrench for undoing the, the trucks on the skateboard. She says, "I can take it out of the frame and tune it up anytime I want." <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's lovely. We should, yeah, we didn't address this up top, but you—you uh, you did a marry. Congratulations.
1: Thank you very much. It is very good to be a married. Um, yeah, it's good. I'm happy with it. Ten out of ten. We give that a review
0: for marriage. RPS Recommended. Or Best is Best. Sorry, that's Eurogamer. Oh no! Best is Best.
1: Best is yeah, Best. Yeah, review
0: your marriage. I'm sure she would love that.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to do that.
0: My Marriage, What I Think by Brendan Calder.
1: <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, that was the only thing I played. The sk- I got my skateboard. I got my wedding ring. Those are the games that I played.
0: Because relationships are a game, Brendan, you know.
1: Oh no. Oh no, I didn't mean to oh let's move on. Just
0: just like this thing we call life. So it's just, just, a, just a bloody great game, Brendan. No,
1: we're going down a bad hole. Not a good hole. Let's see what the readers have said uh, about what they're looking forward to this year. Uh, we asked, what game are you most looking forward to in 2019 and why?
0: Good question. Yeah. Uh, we did a lot of people agreeing with you, actually. Tobin Bergenhill and Hanninsberg on Twitter, both said Sekiro. Shadows die twice. Uh, and a lot of people as well. So Tom Howard and Ewan Wilson on Twitter have have both said Disco Elysium. Sorry. Tom has said Disco Elysium, and Poole Murapender has said Disco Elysium as well, uh, because of us, which is nice, Um, but we, like, Tom as well said, I hope it's coming out this year, we don't know, it could be, maybe PC Gamer knows something we don't, who knows, Uh, but Eon Rilson says Metro, because trains, that, I didn't get that before, Metro in in Metro before, you're living in like underground, the Metro time, and now you, you're still on, it you're on the train, but you're outside. What irony.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. You kind of, you're on a line, aren't you? And you're, your train is like your base and you're pushing it forward.
0: Yeah. And then every so often you have to stop because something happens and then you put other bits on yeah. it, like an extra carriage or whatever.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, Moose, Criminal. Is says, uh, is Mountain Blade this year? I've done all necessary preparations and I'm ready. We don't know if it's this year or not. They still haven't announced the release date, as far as I'm aware. It's been being made for a hundred billion years, so hopefully. Um, and I have played a bit, and it feels like Mountain Blade again, which I am one hundred percent delighted with. So, I I also hope that that's this year. Mo Mooth Criminal.
0: Uh James on Facebook says Sekiro as well. From Software Yet to Let Me Down. Uh Ah, uh Powell on um uh Pavel Powell Pavel on Facebook uh says Devil May Cry five, which I forgot about until right that second. Do you like the Devil May Cry games? Uh well I'm i li- I'm really interested in playing Devil May Cry five because it sort of looks like it might be DMC two. I liked DMC. <laughs> don't l- listen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I've never played any of the Devil May Cry games at all, so I don't know.
0: Oh, I just thought DMC was a lot of fun, and I think it got a lot a lot of hate when it didn't deserve it at all. So I am down with the uh, Devil May Cry Five because it does look much more DMC than um, than previous Devil May Cry games. So I'm alright with that. Uh, Cray Denson says Division 2 I picked up the division on the steam Christmas sales it's really taken hold of me uh, the world they created can't wait to continue the story in Washington DC um, I did think actually the world was probably the best thing about the Division I think they made a very nice sort of map uh, and a very yeah. nice depiction of New York in, in, the, in the snow um, so I was a fan of that
1: Charles William says, Dota auto-chess. Just has to get in his chess mention, doesn't he?
0: As, as...
1: This is our Facebook l- listener who always says chess to the question. Hi, Charles.
0: Hi, Charles. <laughs> Travis on Twitter says The Division 2 as well. Um, also says Anthem, because Bungie's pretty much ruined the Destiny franchise. Uh, And he's a fairly hardcore uh, Destiny 2 player. Um, I never thought of Anthem as being sort of a Destiny replacement, but it does make sense because I compare it to Destiny a lot. Uh, Has anyone figured out that Destiny puzzle yet? Mm, Don't know. I'll have to check because that was really funny.
1: (laughs) They all got stumped on a a recent puzzle, did they?
0: Yeah, sorry, I should give more context. So the the most recent DLC, uh, like, it basically, like, it'll unlock, the 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 area will unlock for everyone once someone solves the puzzle, um, and everyone gets to, like, the same point in the puzzle and then gets stuck, and they had no idea how to, to fix it, and I think it took, like, to solve it, and I think it took, like, it had been, like, a day and a half or something, I think, and and no one had done it, so I don't know. It's been a while now, though, so if they still haven't done it, like, that's mad, but... <laughs> But it was very funny. <laughs> Probably not if you're an, a, a division player, De- destiny player. But um, t- externally, it was quite funny. Uh, Travis at Borderlands Three, which is a thing, but I don't know if it was planning to come out this year anyway. And also, there's obviously some stuff going on at the studio right now. <laughs> so, so uh, who knows? Well, but yeah, there's a. Um, there's a lawsuit going on involving uh, a previous, uh he used to be a lawyer, I think, and then Randy Pitchford, and it's all gotten quite personal, but there's a write-up about it oh, on... Oh, uh, God, this thing. Yeah, rockpapershotgun.com, if you're interested. But, yeah, it involves Randy Pitchford uh, apparently leaving some porn on a USB in in uh, a themed restaurant. Allegedly. Allegedly leaving some porn on a, on a USB. Well, no, I think he's confirmed that that did happen, but it's it's the the uh, the type of porn that's under Anyway,
1: let's let's skirt around this potentially libelous issue.
0: Yeah, it's all um, yeah, it's all obviously nothing confirmed, but it's just it's gotten quite nasty in public. So maybe maybe don't
1: look forward to Borderlands Three too much, just in case. What else? Springwood Slasher says Resident Evil 2 Remake. It looks like the perfect way to reinvent the older games. That's right. Shortly. So you don't have to wait too long, Slasher. Uh, You got code for it today, didn't you?
0: Yeah, we got code for it. Um, It is being reviewed, possibly as I speak. And uh, I believe the video team are going to make some video stuff on it as well. The demo was out recently uh, and was very well received, from what I can gather, by everyone who played it. Uh, and yeah, it'll be interesting because if this does well, which it probably will, they may start doing it with all the other resis, or at least the ones people like. They'll do four, probably won't do five.
1: They'll skip the reasons, yeah. Uh, I don't have any more of these to read out,
0: me either. I don't think,
1: yeah, that's it.
0: (laughs) Thank you, everyone.
1: Thank you, listeners, for telling us what is exciting you. We will check those things out for sure. (laughs) Um, we were always gonna. <laughs> uh uh thank you, Alice, uh, for coming on as usual.
0: Thank thank you for having me, Brendan. Always a pleasure, oh. never a chore. Boom. I mean you say as usual, but my attendance is spotty at best.
1: No, it's good. It's good attendance. Let's let's start as we mean to go on. What we really want to get on is the new boy. Oh yeah. But uh we haven't spoken about the new boy yet. But we will. We will soon.
0: Yeah. Keep mystery. Your, Keep
1: your ears peeled. Uh, okay, that's it. If you want to submit a theme or a topic that we can talk about on the podcast, you can do that by emailing podcast at rockpapershotgun.com. If you want to check us out on Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, we're there under the name Rock Paper shot All one word. I'm on Twitter independently, Brandy underscore C. Alice isn't on Twitter because she's smart and Twitter's bad for you.
0: Yeah. I'm on Instagram, though.
1: You're on Instagram? Oh, I'm on if Instagram. you want to share your Instagram, you can tell them that.
0: I'm on Instagram. I'm bell on Instagram. Uh, and I say that because uh, yesterday my friend brought, my friend, my flatmate brought home a tiny robot uh, called Cosmo. And I've got a video on that. Cosmo's great. He's mostly remote controlled and can't really th- think independently uh but he can recognize faces and can talk uh and he's got like a little led little expression. so so he he'll, he'll he'll he can learn your face and then go like "Alice" and then when he sees you he'll he'll say your name and be excited and you can also tell him to say stuff so we got him to say uh, the crack is 90
1: <laughs> oh excellent
0: but cuz it's a little american robot he went "the crack is 90" we were like "yeah" <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Oh <Greek. laughs> uh, That's brilliant. Okay, so Baby Got Bell on Instagram. There you go. And as for the rest, yeah, you can... Oh, what's the other thing? We're on Spotify now.
0: Oh, yeah. If you
1: want to listen to these podcasts on Spotify, you can do that. We sorted that out. We're just inching closer to being good podcasters. Finally, someday, someday we will be recognized for the greats we are but there you are just search electronic wireless show on spotify and we should come up or rock paper shotgun we should come up that way as well uh sweet okay cool that's it that's all um we can go now back to our lives unless there's anything you want to say else
0: uh no <laughs> all right <laughs>
1: that's it <laughs> bye bye
0: one